everybody, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And I I feel like it won't surprise anyone, as someone who is into both fashion and spooky stuff, that I really love, like, dark fashion and, like, morbid fashion history. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I know you've got a, a thing for a lot of those, uh, like, morning jewelries and those types of uh, aspects, for sure. Yes. Uh, so I thought today that maybe we could talk about poison rings. Oh, I don't even know what that is, so I'm excited for you to tell me more. All right. Uh, So just uh, get it out of the way. Uh, I read The Wild History of Poison Rings (laughs) from The Daily Beast (laughs) and also The Murky History of Poison Rings. Uh, So um, this is, as it sounds, a ring that has secret poison inside of it. Secret poison. Secret poison. Uh, so these were also known as pillbox or vessel rings. Um, and so it usually, you know, it's a ring. It's got the gemstone and the stone would be hinged and can like poke up like a locket to reveal what is underneath. Oh, okay. And so for non-murdery examples, um, <laughs> when <laughs> these first kind of came into being, I guess beforehand, like it was kind of customary that like if you had a special keepsake, you would wear it in like a pouch around your neck. Oh, okay. And this was kind of thought of being like a little bit more like handy. But some things that you could keep in your ring, not for murder, uh, would be like perfume, um, locks of hair, religious relics, since in the old times people loved like little saint body parts that they could keep on them. We could do a whole episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then much like, you know, with a locket, sometimes you would put a portrait in there or, you know, carry a secret message. So are they, was it very large or just like a little like normal gemstone size little pop-up. Yeah, I would say probably, I would guess like on the larger side since you do have something in there. But yeah. like the idea was that it would be like subtle and that people wouldn't know that you had necessarily like a secret inside your ring. <laughs> and one of the things that I especially loved was they were talking about um, in the 17th century, this got so popular, you're talking about morning jewelry. Um, they would make locket rings in the shape of caskets. Um, oh my that God. you were supposed to have as like a memento for sign me up where somebody, do i right? what etsy shop do i have to email subscribe to to right? oh my God. <laughs> to get a coffin shaped morning ring <laughs> and uh so i don't have a ring but i do have like a locket necklace that has solid perfume in it so oh, i wanted yeah. to know midge what would you keep inside your secret ring compartment oh i mean i do like the the idea of I mean, I I feel like when we were kids, there were little rings that had like um, lip smackers in them. Do you remember that? Yes. You could like (laughs) rub your little finger in there and put it on your lips. I do love the idea of having like perfume or something handy, like that's easy to carry around with you. But for like a weird and wonderful thing, um, I don't know, maybe like, I think, yeah, like secret message, like have like a little Mm -hmm. note or something that someone else put in there (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like i can't look at it until 
I don't know, you know, some specific moment. They're like, okay, yes. when you see a black crow fly west, you can open the <laughs> ring and inside you'll find instructions. And that's how you're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Hell yeah. I support this. <laughs> so we're going to take it back a long ways and we're going to talk a little bit about um, poisoning in general, mm -hmm. uh, just for some additional context. So... Uh, poison goes back all the way to the ancient Sumerians. Um, it says that in 4,500, um, it says, it said BC in this article, and I know we don't use that anymore, so maybe it's an old article, uh, but it says that that was when they kind of first documented the effects of poison. And they also worshiped a goddess of poisons called Gula, who was also Ooh. considered to be the mistress of charms and spells. So I thought that she sounded like a lady that you would like. <laughs> the first witch. Yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the earliest records of poisoning in Egypt um, date back to like 3000 BCE. And the earliest recorded Egyptian king actually had like did research about poisonous plants and we have seen some of this stuff, which is wild. Um, and yeah, so it sounds like uh, Egyptians got into some of this poisoning business, um, you know, prepared. They had a papyrus that recorded that we found that records the preparation of poisonous substances for specifically the purpose of murder. So they wrote it down. They wrote it down. They were like, this is how you get, uh, you know, cyanide out of this peach pit. <laughs> That's just not very smart. Like, that is um, point blank, just making it, you're the murderer. Like <laughs> Right, I know. I guess maybe it would be like, if it was like for like execution's sake, I guess it could be mm. like for just like killing in general, but. <laughs> they find somebody dead and they're like, well, Leo, like Leo's the only one who wrote down how to make cyanide. Right? And he was like, no, no, it was for science. <laughs> <laughs> okay sure mm -hmm. okay ancient egyptian leo <laughs> you know how, how, how egyptians named their kids leo you know yes. uh and poisoning was like rampant in the roman empire and that is unsurprising to me yep. because those romans were ruthless yep uh the romans were the ones who made the first law against poisoning specifically so that was wild and before then it was cool <laughs> Right. And they did have um, poison rings back then. Um, so uh, Pliny the Elder recounts a government official who escaped torture by taking a bite out of a ring. So it was like a thin shell that had poison inside, like, you know, how spies have like a like a fake tooth. Oh, and so in that case, it was like a a protective thing almost mm -hmm. like i will i'll end this on my own terms <laughs> exactly yeah and apparently some one of those uh nasty emperors uh heliogabalus <laughs> um wore a poison ring um but he was assassinated before he could ingest the content so he did not successfully uh get that poison in oh poor guy <laughs> and there Obviously, also, you know, examples of poison in China and in Persia in this time. Um, the in India had the first kind of secret service in the ancient world. And they actually had, uh, I'm very sorry for this pronunciation, Visakanyas, which 
translates to poison damsels who <laughs> were like, you know, awesome lady spies who would go and assassinate people with poison. Yes, lady spies. Lady spies. Oh, yeah. Assassination's See, so- okay if it's a cool lady doing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, I thought when you said poison rings, I was picturing like someone gives someone a ring that is secretly poisoned to like absorb into their skin somehow. That's what I was thinking this was going to be. This is actually much cooler, but (laughs) I also was like, wow, that would be. But then that leads to my next question. Mm -hmm. Could that happen even with it with the poison in the little you know, oh, pocket. What if I it guess. leaked out? What if it I, leaked out and got on your skin? Yeah, I mean, I think that like different kinds of po- like some poisons you have to ingest, but like mm-hmm. some you can touch. So that see when you when you said that, I was like, no, my deadly nickel allergy. Like, if you gave someone like, <laughs> a ring that they were allergic to. <laughs> that would be i don't want to use the word funny because that sounds cruel but that is that that would be funny yes uh it would be entertaining (laughs) my deadly nickel allergy no uh but now uh we are getting into the european middle ages where poison you know common common trade um there were even academic texts written um by monks about like venoms and known poisons and like how to treat them and poison rings apparently just started gaining popularity in this time Hmm. and carrying on into the renaissance uh so poison rings are often most associated uh with a historic celeb uh with lucretia borgia oh are are you familiar with the borgias very minimally but yes yeah (laughs) yes uh so for those of you who aren't um there's a whole smutty cable series about this renaissance family which kind of tells you what you need to know (laughs) about them uh but lucretia borgia uh was the daughter of pope alexander the sixth because that could happen um back in (laughs) back in those days (laughs) um but she was like super well educated very politically powerful like she was like governor of a city by herself and was a ferocious lady who has a reputation for like the kind of like dinner party poisoning that i feel like most of us kind of think of when you think of poison rings the idea of like just like slipping poison really quickly into someone's like wine over dinner she had an appetite for murder (laughs) right uh so there is no historical confirmation that she actually murdered someone but like there wouldn't be so (laughs) right yeah because before like before like 25 years ago you could just murder someone and slip away into the night and people were like well i don't know right that's and also like, <laughs> and i mean she was like the daughter of a pope so it's not like they were gonna write yeah. that down and be like yeah she definitely murdered people all the time <laughs> uh, that's, but that's what i want my uh my biography to say someday <laughs> just just all the murders see they'll they'll come up with new murders that you didn't even do yeah I want to be known as the lady with the poison ring that threw dinner parties. <laughs> They're like, her Pyrex was poisonous. <laughs> um, but because of this, so this connection, obviously, you know, she was in Vatican City 
Italy stuff. Um, in Italy, to this day, pouring a drink while holding the bottle with like the back of your hand facing down is known as versare alla traditora or the traitor's pour and oh. is still considered offensive because that would be how like you would, you know, take the bottle and kind of tip it so that like your ring could fall open and drop into the glass. Okay, so like with your hand like under the bottle basically. Yeah, or I think I'm kind of picturing like if you grabbed the the bottle with like your hand pointing towards the mouth and then mm-hmm. that it would potentially I am imagining like because you really only get one shot at that, right? Yeah. And, and if <laughs> and if it's noticeable, your friend is going to be like, "Hey dude, are you just quick question are you trying to poison me like (laughs) i imagine these people sitting at home and practicing like taking a glass and a bottle and being like okay step one grab bottle step two and flip like (laughs) right and i will say when they like they're describing this as like oh letting something drop from the ring i'm like but don't not not to be (laughs) culturally insensitive but don't (laughs) italians wave their hands around a lot like i feel like your ring would be popping open if it was well, like that easy for poison to just fall out of it. Maybe it's a situation where it had like a little latch and you had to unlatch uh, yes. it right before you pour so it would just fall open. Yes. But yeah, no, literally, I was also thinking, it's like, well, if it's just as easy as, you know, one, two, and it just pops. <laughs> right? I feel like you'd go to like murder someone and you'd be like, shit, the poison fell out. Like, where did all my poison go? Yeah, no, I, I def, I'm not Italian, but I definitely would have that problem. <laughs> same, same. I'm like, I'm waving my hands around all the time, especially if I'm at a sweet dinner party and I'm, yeah. you know, trying to schmooze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I thought was really fun was kind of like the the inverse of this. Um, this uh, the Daily Beast article I read was talking about how with this, you know, kind of superstition and belief around the powers of gemstones um rock crystals were thought to be a guard against poisons and you see a lot of those crystals like in goblets and chalices over the centuries like obviously you know it's luxury and it's very fabulous but also maybe you were hoping that if someone dumped some poison in your goblet this crystal would help you out the clear quartz just filters it out that's exactly how that works (laughs) It's all good. <laughs> it's wild to me how like I don't want to say gullible people were, but like how just like, well, yeah, of course, I'll just, you know, nobody can poison me if there's this ruby in my cup. Like <laughs> Right. And people, I mean, really believed that. It's just crazy to me that like how how did the human race survive this long? <laughs> right. Oh. Whenever like looking at stuff like this, I just wonder like what, you know, two hundred years from now they're gonna be like, Can you believe that people right. in twenty twenty believed this? Look at those goobers. Look at those goobers. <laughs> the, they they wore stupid blue light glasses so that the computer wouldn't hurt their eyes. Like that's what I'm picturing is our poison ring. Or our, yeah, our, our crystal that. goblet. It's our probably crystal. not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I did look up some examples of pop culture um, where poison rings came into play. Uh, Verdi's opera, Il Trovatore, uh, Lady Leonora commits suicide by ingesting poison from her poison ring so she can mm. remain faithful to her lover. <laughs> 
I sure. don't know anything else about the plot of Il Trovatore, so I'm not sure how that comes into play exactly. <laughs> but I'm gonna I just tell it. you right now, there is no man's or woman's or anyone's on earth that I would ingest poison for to stay loyal to. Yeah, no. Like it, I, you're you're great, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to do that. Um, There is apparently use of a poison ring on Pretty Little Liars. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm about about to like out myself as being trash, but I loved that show when it was on when I was like in high school. And when you brought this up and started talking about what it was actually was, I was like, I swear I remember a TV show (laughs) where someone used this. That's what it is. It was PLL. That's so go. funny. And see, I didn't, I did not watch Pretty Little Liars. So I was like, I believe this. And then I was like, I know that this is a show that's like very mysterious. So I was like, I'm not going to read like all the details in mm-hmm. case it's a, a crazy spoiler. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to tell you a poison ring. It's a, it's not a good show, <laughs> <laughs> but it also but you love it. I, I loved it at the time. And it was one of those things that was like uh, scary adjacent. Like there was murder yeah. and stuff involved. So it was like spooky enough that I didn't, but I could go to bed at night kind of thing. It's a ga- gateway scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one that I actually remember, um, Lady Gaga in the paparazzi music video. Um, poisons oh. her man with a poison ring. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and watch that. I don't remember that. That's cool, though. Yeah, so anyone who hasn't seen that, check it out. I feel like these were the ones that like I thought seemed there were like a few other things where it was just like in this ancient play, so and so uses this, and I'm like, that's boring. We're not putting that in. No one knows about that. But I would love to hear from other people because I'm sure like there are, you know, lesser known like books and mm-hmm. stuff that have poison rings in them. And I am fascinated and I would like to know if you have seen a poison ring in some kind of media that you have consumed. Yeah. Man, now I'm like, I want to go watch that Lady Gaga music video. <laughs> yes. uh, I actually, I dressed up as Lady Gaga from the paparazzi video for Halloween one year in college. Amazing. Yes. I enjoyed Which it. Is it. That was during her like, short blonde wig phase yeah yes okay yes. okay good stuff I, I did in fact have blonde hair at the time so <laughs> that's a weird image i know that's what my actual hair looks like i just in my head it grows out of your head green <laughs> i wish i wish <laughs> uh so the one downer well it's weird no i guess i mean the whole episode's a downer because people are getting I was going to say, what was uplifting before about poisoning people at dinner parties? uh, So I guess this is actually the uplifting part of the episode, um, which was that experts um, say that uh, disguising the taste of a poison and that was also in a dose powerful enough to be fatal but fit in your ring would be very, very difficult. So it's probably likely that not a whole lot of people got murdered by poison rings. Oh, well, there you go. Which I guess is good, but was what's somewhat the, disappointing for me to learn. What's the, is it, is it cyanide that like almond is supposed to like, it's supposed to smell almondy and people use like almond to cover it up? Yes, I think so. 
Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it would be pretty obvious if, you know, someone dunked it right into your wine. And mm-hmm. I I feel like it would also just like, I'm trying to picture like something like dissolving that quickly, which where would you be difficult where you wouldn't notice, notice. it. But so they I are, guess, is it like a tablet then? Or is it like it liquid? It said that it could be tablet, liquid, or powder. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, because I feel like... It, you would need to like stir it like so right? uh huh but i mean i guess when you're like when you're wine tasting you like swirl the wine to sure. release the wine stuff i guess <laughs> that's so maybe, exactly it yeah yeah uh so maybe you like you dunk the poison in there and then you're like ooh, let me just give your glass like a quick swirl so it's extra whiny for you <laughs> let me let me aerate that uh, yeah yes that's true i guess i guess that could be I don't know but, why that all I'm picturing in my head is Emperor's New Groove when Kronk makes the drinks with the poison <laughs> and then he forgets which one. So he has to go mix them all together and like tell them not to drink it. That would be me trying to poison somebody. <laughs> yes. And isn't like in the very first, like when he initially poisons it, there's like a huge smoke cloud. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, pic- like- I'm picturing that, that you're like trying to like subtly <laughs> dunk some poison into some wine and it's just like, poof. <laughs> It makes like a giant explosion noise. Yes. They're like, what was that? And you're like, oh no, my biscuits are <laughs> burning in the oven. Here, drink this wine. Drink this wine is totally cool. It's Don't totally worry about unsuspicious. It. You know what would be a, a, a real badass thing in this scenario? I guess you couldn't necessarily uh what's the word? Like anticipate what type of poison might be used against you. But I would carry a poison ring in this scenario that had some kind of anecdote in it, and I would just be pouring that shit in every beverage before (laughs) I drank it. That would be very smart. Just keep keep your antidote on hand. Yeah. Or like I guess not even pour it in the drink, just take a drink and then shoot shoot out of my ring. (laughs) (laughs) Take that cyanide. Take that. But yeah, so I was like, I guess, you know. Poison rings probably not as common as the gothic imagination would like us to assume, but they're very cool and very interesting. And you still see, you know, some jewelry companies making secret rings today that have a hidden compartment. So obviously we're all still fascinated by this concept that you could have like a little a little something something inside your ring, even if it's not poison. Yeah, I will say I uh did a a deep dive just a moment ago and wow there's a lot of etsy shops that make and they call them poison rings like you can still you can still buy them and they are very cool (laughs) they are very cool do not ghouls night in does not condone poisoning of anyone (laughs) put put some hair or a saint's tooth in there like a normal person Cut your best friend's hair when they sleep in. <laughs> put it in your ring. Normal you know, best friend stuff. Normal stuff. <laughs> That's what we should have friendship rings, and I'll have a lock of your hair, and you can have a lock of mine. It'll be really cute. <laughs> oh, I actually, I would, I would wear a ring with your hair in it, Mitch. Aww, friendship. <laughs> uh, so that is the wild and wacky history of poison rings and poison in general. Um, I. Always love a spooky fashion moment. Um, so if 
there are other spooky fashion things like I've definitely like looked into like arsenic green and uh, oh spontaneous combustion of dresses before. So maybe that'll be a, a future future ghouls night episode. Spontaneous dress combustion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna need a nap on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That is fabulous. All right. Well, thank you to everyone for joining us today. Um, Don't tell us if you've poisoned anyone, but do tell us if you have any cool jewelry that has secret compartments inside. And we'll just make our own assumptions. Yes. (laughs) Please do not, uh, for legal purposes, do not confess. You are not, uh, what's the word, like when you can't be incriminated. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We, we will have to report you. Yeah, if we you will. We are I'm we so are mandated <laughs> reporters when it comes to poison rings. <laughs> Only that though. All right. Uh, did you have a review to read today, Mitch? We do have a new review. So remember to leave us a uh, review on our our favorite podcatcher of choice, so that we can read yours live on the air. Uh, so this one comes from Aja Destiny. And it is a five-star review with the title, Obsessed. Thank you. (laughs) This podcast brings out the inner spooky I didn't know was there. Give this podcast a listen and you'll never want to hear them say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I, I definitely, I recognize Aja from Instagram. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you, Aja. Yes. Um, so please do uh, follow us um, on Ghoul's Night in Pod on Instagram if you'd like to keep up with everything that we are doing. And if you want to find me, you can find me at Penny Snark. And I am across all platforms at Midge Munster. And until next time, goodbye. goodbye.